I never even thought about it. Sh- you drink Shabby Lovers? Yeah. Bro, so how much sugar you put in? Nah, barely, barely any. I don't really like eating a lot of sugar. I, like I watch it. Bro, for me, for coffee, though, I don't put no sugar. Coffee. For real, yeah, coffee, I mean, no coffee's the same shit. Oh, coffee's pure black, no sugar. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I can do that, but shy, I can't. Like, I have to add sugar. Shy's over yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coffee. I don't drink coffee though. You know I don't drink. You don't coffee. drink caffeine yeah. at all. You just, you're yeah. just all anti drugs, anti caffeine. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. I mean, I mean, like, nah, you just, you just anti. You just anti everything, man. You just, nah, you just I try all, to. You just don't know about it. Your smart water. That's it, man. It, bro. This is the central for life. <laughs> give it two. Please. Give it two years. You're gonna start drinking coffee. I used to oh, not drink please. coffee, bro. I don't know. I think it's a thing that comes with age, like. Now I, I literally drank a coffee before I came. That's I just, like my energy level wasn't. Yeah, that's something I really, really don't want to get into. Because I, I I'm feel like, like who I am I turning into for real? <laughs> I just don't want to like rely on it. You know, that's my thing. I just that's what I was saying. Coffee. Give yourself two years, bro. You're gonna be right. I here. started my coffee addiction came from me drinking espresso shots right before I go on a run. Before you go on a run. <laughs> before I go on a run. Yeah. That's your pre-workout. Like 20, <laughs> summer of 2019. I still remember the day. My boy's like, yo. yo. You don't need see, you don't need C four. You don't need pre workout. Just just drink coffee. You'll be good. Boy. And yeah, I ended up losing mad weight because of it. But well, for real, yeah, because of the runs. Yeah. and then Ramadan too, huh? Mm. Doesn't coffee curb your appetite a little yeah, bit? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, 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 it did, it did. Because I remember I wouldn't eat for a while, but it was like also like during Ramadan, so I would have it like at night after. Yeah, and bro, I was just like, I'd be good with it. But yeah, man, yeah. Speaking, with that being said, welcome to What in the Melanin. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? What's going on? What's going on? How y'all doing? How you doing? Yo, today? hold on. Give me give me like 30 seconds. 30, 30 seconds? seconds? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. We're going to wait 30 seconds then. This, this, full is, this, 30. Is a, this is an odd. All right. I'm going to just count in my head. All right, bet, bet, bet. I'm ready. Y'all got to put like 30. a timer right That's here. That's not even 30 seconds. <laughs> that wasn't even 30 seconds. Yo, all right. I'm ready. Do you think? Yo, I'm hunky dory. You're hunky dory. Yeah, yeah I'm hunky dory today. That's how I'm feeling today, bro. Why hunky dory? Why, why is that your choice? Why is that your choice? Because hunky dory is Latin. You know, the Latin root of hun, which is um, it means like, 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 like you're fine, you're attractive, like you're a hunk. You know, you know, you know. It's it's Latin, right? And then dory is like, is like, is like you're you're dripping, you're drowning, like dory, like finding dory. You're drowning. You got that drip. You got that swag. You got that swag. It's Latin, bro. You guys it's just the way he pulled that out. His ass. <laughs> Let's just understand. Right. Just... Like, he ain't put no effort into that explanation. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, are you reading that? <laughs> that he held his phone. I was not reading, bro. My phone was blank. Like, yes, but you made it. All right, whatever, bro. bro you can't. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna tell me how you're accusing me of lying, bro? <laughs> Yo, but be quiet. Yo, be quiet. Man. Hey, new episode, same goal, different way to get it. We gotta. Lovely, lovely, lovely individual here as a guest today. We have the multifaceted humanitarian. We have here an entrepreneur, community leader, rapper. We got Mr. Gisele here today. Here we go. Yo, yo, yo. Woo! How you doing? How you doing today? Good, bro. I'm doing good, man. Appreciate y'all having me. Hey, we just had a conversation with someone today about adults responding to someone asking how they're doing and responding with either good yeah. or bad. You have to be a bit more complex with your responses. We're grown now. Oh, yeah, so I with got that it. being said, if you were to describe your, like how you're feeling today with one word, he used hunky-dory today. Yeah, you know, don't Latin, use that. Latin, don't use my word, bro. It's Latin. It's Latin. It's Latin yeah. If you were to use something else to describe how you're doing today, how would you, what would you say? Damn. Give us a word. I got to think of like very descriptive vocab word now, yeah, man. Yeah. As you should. I would say I'm feeling... Um, 
very eclectic. Eclectic. Ooh, I like that. That's that was good. good. That I don't one. even know if that fits. <laughs> We're gonna have to look it up later, yeah. but eclectic. Yeah. I hope that's a good word. It's that's a good fire. word. That sounds if, fire. If not, I'm gonna give y'all another word. I don't know the definition too, and then we gonna just keep trying <laughs> to see to, what fits in. Yeah, to whatever fits. Eclectic just sounded fire. I hope that fits, and that sounds good. I'm with it. If y'all with it, are we okay with the UK? Give me the I'm definition. Not okay with it. Give me the definition, bro. Huh? Eclectic. Yeah. Search that up real quick. I want to know that. Oh, uh, don't tell me what to do, yo. Yo, nobody's <laughs> ever gonna tell me what to do, yo. Yo, you telling me to jump? You telling me to dance? Like, yo, right. yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. You just like you responded the way you did was mad zesty. I can't hold you. On. Ah, damn, you're right. No, that was kind of bad. I had way too much attitude. I didn't like that. You snapped at me. I had way too much attitude. My fault. Yeah, my fault, big bro. Chill. Yo, eclectic. All right, it's an adjective deriving ideas, style, or taste from a broad and diverse range of sources. To put it in, des- uh, in a sentence, universities offering an eclectic mix of courses. Can that work? That works. I, I feel like, eclectic. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm pulling a, nah. And now a person who derives ideas, styles, or taste from a broad and diverse range of sources. That means you're knowledgeable. You're I philosophical. Mean, like, you know what? Like, it just works. Because he described all these different things and multifaceted. You know what I'm saying? So then that's probably ooh, where I'm not going to lie. Eclectic came works, from. Eclectic kind of sounds like you're a culture vulture, dog. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to hold you. Yo, it might yo, be He just gave you the definition. But from what I'm hearing, it sounds like you're just taking ideas from everywhere. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, damn. Yo, dr- yo, my boy, Aubrey got a whole poster that just says eclectic on his wall in quotation marks. Yo, right? Nah, facts. Uh, we, shout out my guy Aubrey, man. Shout out, yo. All right, so we know you're DMV native, correct? DMV native. Yes, sir. But grow, yeah. So you growing up in the DMV? Did you have any artists that you felt impacted your upbringing, whether they're from the DMV or not? Definitely, man. Um, I feel like growing up was crazy. Is like. The first album that I ever listened to, like in terms of hip hop, yeah, was um, Kanye's Graduation. Where? So that was the first album like I ever. I remember my boy, um, um, shout out Mohanan. He gave me, he. This was like back CD days. He had brought me the CD, and that's like, you know, what I mean, when we was carrying around these CD players with the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I was so hyped because I had a CD player, and not all the homies had a CD player. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like. That was like the high tech at that point. You yeah. know what I mean? I think I was like six years old or something. Okay. So he passed me the CD, and I remember I had to jump just on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. Um, so that's kind of where like I initially got into hip hop, got into music, yeah. was through Kanye. And then um, just growing up, people like Wale, you know what I'm saying? So DMV. Wale, DMV yeah. Legend, for sure. That was, that was, he was up. a huge like influence. Also, Mohanny put me on to him, which is crazy. Um, the nigga was ahead of his time. Yo, Lady, yeah. Gaga, Lady Gaga put me out the wallet. I'm not even gonna cap. Shout- <laughs> Lady Gaga, oh yeah, that <laughs> one time. Look at that, look at that, look at me. Yo. Shout yeah. out to Wale. Hop on the pod with us one day, man. You're in the D- you're DMV native. Come yeah. on now, for real, man. I'm very like, I don't know. I don't Wale, how, how have you not checked in by now, like, bro? How have you not checked in? Come on now, oh, come on. For real, man. How about becoming pod? I've got hop on the pod, man. Facts, but yeah, man. So Wale, and then obviously like. Jay, Nas, you know yeah. what I'm saying, coming up and then just, just diving straight into hip hop in that way. So that was like constituted like the upbringing. Outcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Three Stacks is one of my favorite rappers of all time, artists of all time. So, yeah, shout out to yeah, Stankonia. Andre. Yeah. That's what's yeah. up. 
So like being from the DMV, a lot of your sound like how would you what would you say would be the inspiration for your sound exactly then? That's hard, bro, because you know, I name all these people that I started with, you know, or that got me into hip hop, got me into rap. And us being, you know what I'm saying, all of us are are second generation, you know what I mean, uh, uh, Americans. So it's like our parents came from somewhere else. I don't know where you you were born here, right? I was born here, yeah. Okay, and your parents were born in Sierra Leone. Yes. All right, were so same thing with us. Um, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So hip hop, obviously, and like the culture, hip hop and rap started in the states and um, like was led by African Americans. <clears throat> so and then I remember a lot of my homies. Once I moved, so I grew up in Alexandria. Then I moved to Gainesville. Okay. When I moved to Gainesville, I, there weren't many Sudanese folks. There yeah. weren't many like immigrants it was like a lot of Americans black folks to be honest in case I'm gonna be so pretty much like black people a lot of a lot of white people it was a mix honestly yeah yeah. um, Asians as well but I remember like realizing that my homies um parents put them on to like you know early hip-hop early rap early R&B and we didn't have that because you know I'm saying our parents was was not you know part of that culture growing up so I kind of like started at Kanye and then uh-huh. went back and and forth, you know what I'm saying? So like growing up, I think eventually became one of my favorite artists, Cole and like the Kendricks and the Drakes and going into high, middle school and high school, that's who was like coming up. Mm-hmm. So I think when I started rapping around that time, like middle school, 6th grade, 7th grade, that's who I was drawing my inspiration from in terms of like how I'm you know um like understanding the craft and studying the craft so that's really where i feel like i originally derived it from now i feel like i'm in a in a very unique although i do like i am inspired by so many different artists like not just in, even in rap and hip-hop i mean in uh in r&b in um in rock and pop, you know what I'm saying? Eclectic. I draw my inspiration from all. <laughs> there we go. So Eclectic, it works. Yeah. It works. You know Yo. what I'm saying? I knew, you know what I mean? That's these how you foreshadow. That's there how you foreshadow. There we go. That's these crazy. Things, these things just click. That was fire. Yeah. Like, no, so, that's what's up, though. Yeah, And bro. I can definitely hear the parallels when I listen yeah. to your stuff. I've definitely done a lot of, like, especially me and him, we've done a lot of research on you, especially recently. Um, I've been trying to check out a lot more of your stuff because I wasn't hip to you before. So now that I like started to listen more, I can definitely see the parallels. And I feel like you don't see that as often within DMV rap or just in general because there's like a the current climate of rap is like very trap based, like cookie cutter, yeah. short term type bops, like bangers type stuff. Yeah. So people, I feel like people stray away from like boom bap or stay away from just like more like conscious rap. I'd say. So it's nice to hear more substance from here and there, yeah. and I feel like that's what makes you more unique. Just because not everyone can be a lyrical rapper and not everyone executes it in a way that's engaging. Yeah. So I feel like that's a huge thing. Yeah. And and in, D, in the DMV, I feel like, you know, I mean, we, I mean, if we, if we say Virginia, if we say um, DC, Maryland, you know, we said Wale, we say um, Chris Brown, we say uh, Pharrell, yeah. Neptunes, you know what I'm saying? We say Missy Elliott, we say Timbaland. So like, there is a lot of culture. I feel like modern, day in terms of hip-hop um there is a lot of like trap you know what i'm saying but yeah. that's in a in a wider perspective of, across yeah hip-hop in general right yeah. now we're in the era of there's there's a lot of like trap music a lot of like you know what i mean um but i think also we're in an era where there's so many different niches mm-hmm. so like <clears throat> hip-hop itself is a very young genre like it was just 
50 years we just celebrated 50 years since yeah, 50 uh, hip-hop started you know mm-hmm. since it began so now it's like just now breaking into like all these different subgenres that that um you know other genres that have been around for longer have Word. already broken up into so now i think you can you can be celebrated within your own space you can find your own audience you can listen to your own type of music whatever you feel that's a mix of this and a mix of that and a, you know what I mean? And everyone so, has access to it now because of social media. So it's like, facts. It's all it's all there for your internet. It's right there. So facts. And you, as a consumer, as a listener, you can find whatever you like. And then us as artists, we can target and and find whoever would like our music. There we you go. Know? That's fair. That's yeah. fair. So like, you start. You said you started off pretty. How how old were you when you first like got into writing? Damn, I was thirteen. 13, 12, 13 years old. Okay. So how like do you remember what you what was the first thing you wrote? I remember it was a haiku, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just remember I was in a class, like a creative writing class in middle school, sixth mm. grade, and like that's when I was, damn, like, um, this is dope. You know, creative writing. I think it was called creative writing. It was creative writing. Yeah. Yeah. And she just had us doing haikus and sonnets and Yo. shit like that. I still remember my first ever rap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I was like yeah. 12, 13, bro. It was, it was, it was pretty tough, man. Can you recite? Like, oh, yeah. You want to for us? First? My name is Saeed, but like you know, I was around a lot of like people who couldn't pronounce my name, so they would call me Sad. Oh, God. So I started my rap like this. Yo, my name is Seth. I got your girl in my bed. She giving me head. I beat it up till it's dead. Like, yo. <laughs> yo, when I tell you. 13 yo, years you, old, bro. Yeah, 13. <laughs> you know what's crazy? At 13, my nigga was ahead of his time. He's a menace. Yo, it's crazy to the point that Jay-Z hit me up. He was like, yo, I, I got a sign. I was like, bro. But. His mom would have had him. He was I, was, I told him, nah, I got to focus on my school. I got to, you know. I feel it. Like, nah, yeah, fam. Man. And priorities, you know. But, it makes sense, you feel me? Nah, but speaking of, like, focusing and everything, so how would you, when did, would you say, like, you found, like, you finally, like, you realized that you had a fan base. Like, you actually grew as an artist and, like, people were recognizing you. Yeah, when this thing started taking off for you? I think um, around a little bit before the uh, Sudanese Revolution. So, like, mm. a little bit before, like, maybe 2018. Mm. I think that's when, and I was at that time I was in um, my senior year of college, mm. so um, I started. That's when I really was like, all right, I'm gonna start releasing music. And I think actually now I would release things here and there in high school and just work with like other homies who like say were you know what I'm saying <laughs> just just trying to my you know what I mean yeah. girl, girl in my bed whatever but I, <laughs> but I always yo, was like yo, I always was like in those groups I was always like trying to compete with, yeah. with niggas, you know like you had the like, hunger you know what I'm yeah. exactly you like all right yo all right so you talking about this all right I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to say that but in a more like complex way yeah so mm. I remember that was like that was like the introduction or like the whole shit for me and then um um, and then, yeah, just going off of that, I started, I started releasing like certain things. And then there, a lot of the people in my school would be like, yo, this, this joint is hard, this joint is hard. So they started realizing, oh, G raps. Then in college, it didn't, t- it took me up until my senior year of college for me to actually put stuff out right. and to the pressure, like my homies telling me like, yo nigga, you got like, you sending us 50 tracks a year. And they keep getting better and better. Like, bro, you, you gotta drop something at some point, mm-hmm. or else we just gonna not stop talking to you. And <laughs> yeah. so they I, threatened the friendship they over you. Yeah. They, they gave you ultimatum. <laughs> if you don't drop this, but we done with For you. Real, I don't know if that's like bro. being a real homie or like. like they honestly, gave me no bro, choice. Yeah, nah. 
They gave me no choice, yeah. but shout out to them, bro. Like they really for sure. Yeah. For, they sure, like, for sure, for sure. So that so when I started releasing music, that's when, you know, what I mean, I was hearing from people I've never even met, and then they was you know commenting on on something I said here or the music that I put here or, you know, what I mean, uh, bar that I put right here. So, um, just that just gave me to put the battery in my back to keep going. Yeah. Then Sudanese Revolution came along, and I, you know, our community is like super super supportive of each other you know mm -hmm. anything we do like whether you you're an artist you got your own business whatever you're doing like we all rally behind each other that's which is sad. something really dope yeah that's yeah so that community like bro they got they they connected way to so they were really strong honestly yeah pictures, no so i yeah. remember that obviously on ig you'll see it all around they had everyone had, everyone their, had uh, that blue the blue on. blue for sudan i yeah, remember that blue. i remember that that was really big at the time for sure and I, that made me want to look more into it too because i didn't know about it but that brought awareness and exactly. that's what made me feel comfortable. Like, all right, so this is what's going on. All right, this is actually really sad. Like, we all need to, like, at least contribute in some way, shape, or form because, like, this is huge. And yeah. the, it just showed you how big the community was. And yeah. that's why I feel like it's huge. Yeah. yeah. And people are never, people, just random people were supporting it, too. That's yeah. one thing I love, too. Like, people really came together. And that's but. the thing I just like about, like, when, and it's not even just with Sudan, but you've seen this happen, like, here and there when it comes to uh, a lot of different countries where you'll just notice people just sort of stick up for them. Yep. Like, if something's going on, like, I feel like nowadays people are bringing awareness to a lot more of these issues that are happening in these different countries. And it's, like, it's nice to see that, like, yeah, we're not going to let you, like, we're not going to let you just pass by and act like this isn't going on. Because yeah. I feel like it's important for people to see this and, like, all right, how can we contribute? Yeah. And even just posting it, like, at least allows for people to be like, all right, oh, I didn't know this was happening. Right. Because prior to that, everyone would have been going about their days like nothing's going on. So yeah. guys, guys, and I know it's like shock value, but how it's do like, you feel oh, about like, How do you feel about people who post things like when it's like viral, just for them to go viral about it? Mm. All right, like, so that's, it's all about like, intention at the end of the day, yeah. right? So it's like, if you're, yeah, obviously if you're doing it for virality, you're doing it just for people to like, just to follow a trend or whatever to spell. Yep. But like, I'm not going to blame you if like you learned about it through said trend. And you want to support just because you want to support, but if you're doing it for the purpose of just trying to follow what other people are doing without like, you have, like a wanting mindset. to assist, or you don't have at least like the perspective, like oh damn, they really are going through something, like have that sympathy at least in that sense. That's like the spell. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So back to like the topic about Sudan. Mm. So what would you? What would, what's like your favorite thing about Sudanese culture? Oh uh, damn, man, a lot of things. Um, that's one I would say like. Just like one of the most beautiful things about Sudanese people is like that um, community aspect of like collectivism. Like everybody's, um, they would rather be together than apart. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Be near each other than to be to have their own. Sometimes it's like too much. Like you really don't got your own space. Mm -hmm. But it's beautiful because you know people stand together. Um, people go through things together. The highs, the lows, whatever. So that's one of the most beautiful things. Um, Sudanese people funny as hell too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, they're just hilarious. They're always joking, always messing around, like always trying to fry you off. No matter bullshit. what, bro. That's like, what yeah. I mean. Dooley's from Dooley's from Sudan, you know? Yeah, yeah. shout out Dooley. Shout out Dooley, funny yeah. man. Shout out Dooley, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, bro. Sudanese people are hilarious. Hilarious, yeah, hilarious. But yeah, man, Sudanese culture is is beautiful. Yo, the food. Y'all talking about the food earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah we was yeah, talking yeah. about the food earlier and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My man said, the way he yo, side yo, him is crazy. My man said some, 
Yo, <laughs> go ahead and explain yourself, please, because I'm not as I'm not as well versed in this. I want to know what you got. Yeah, man, listen, don't get yourself canceled, bro. Yeah, no, 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 no. get him canceled. So basically, what happened, right, was I said that Sudan, like that dukwa, is one of the best dishes ever made, <laughs> and these guys yeah, wanted to hate on me, like, I and I was just like, bro, it's, it's it's amazing. Like you guys cannot be hate, you guys cannot be discriminating against peanut butter, and they were like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. That's what happened, man. Capping. <laughs> no, no. I'm proud of you. No, no, no. All right, my personal take, though, Dukwa is cool, but sometimes Sudani folks are a little excessive with the peanut butter, and it's, it doesn't make me like it. I'm not a big fan of Dukwa. It's not the Dukwa. It's like uh, peanut butter salad. It's cool. I'm not a big fan of it. If it's like, if there was, if I could, if I was trapped on an island, I can have whatever <laughs> I want to eat in the world. Salad duck was gonna be like one of the last things I'll consider eating. And that's and I'm and it's, it's crazy because it's like a main <laughs> dish. Like, yeah, it's like a it's main like, staple bro. of a dish. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I feel you. It's not for everybody. It's because a lot of Sudan people, yo, y'all be using Peter Pan peanut butter. Like, <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop. Like, so wait, is, is it, it like a consistency thing, or is it the flavor when it comes to different peanut butter? It's consistency, the flavor. You can just like, how are you gonna use organic peanut butter? I hate. I, uh, <laughs> you need the right auntie, man. You don't need the progressive aunties. You need the aunties bro, from back in the, the day. Right, right back the trans fat and peanut butter. The, trans like, fat. <laughs> the most <laughs> processed <laughs> peanut butter you can find. <laughs> right. Well, oh, that's terrible. Nah, you gotta but, go to the international markets. Bro. Nah, but I'm gonna say something right. else that's, that might get me canceled, bro. Good. When it comes to mullah, <laughs> yo, you mean you mean amazing, wonderful, like come on. No, we need no, no views, views, absolutely views. Nah, so like when it comes to mullah, right? Mullah mm-hmm. is like a uh, stew that we. I don't go by like I can't I can't tell you the different names. I'm gonna be very honest. Like Word. my parents always told my mom, my mom would always tell me the name. Yeah. Still cannot tell you to this day what the name is. Yeah, I know Waka. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's my favorite. Adas, that's it, but. I, will, I only go off of color. Okay. That's the like only the way. Way. <laughs> I like the, the orange the one. one. I like the red one. I'm cool on the green one. Yeah. I like the green one that's like slimy, but not the green one that's thick one. Like thick. Yeah, like, yeah. That's the turkey one. I don't like that one. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's, that's like, how I used to describe it. Too, oh, that's funny. <laughs> now, nah, which one's your favorite Sudani dish? Like, you got to name, at, name th- at least three. All right, so Malahweka for sure. Boom. Salted Dukwa for sure. Yeah. Boom. I got two. Um... And then I really like salted rope as well. Oh, it's like a like cu- made with cucumber and yogurt. That sounds good. It's really good. Sounds good. Yeah. What's your favorite Sudani dish? Ah, salted so, so duck. You know, that's <laughs> fire. You feel me? The peanut butter, just the right peanut butter. You know what I mean? Fire, bro. I don't got no problem with how much they put inside because you know ah. who makes it makes it good. Man, exactly. who makes it. as long as yeah. it's good, it's good, bro. Man. Right. It no depends on who make it, but if it's any Sudanese auntie, then you you valid. You Period. Yeah, the fact that they're lying to you guys on camera is crazy to me. See, I, I wouldn't, to you viewers, I would never lie to you. Like, I know you can, like, hear it in his voice. Like, he just enjoys. (laughs) Like, he's a pathological liar, bro. Somebody in the comments is going to say he doesn't even believe what he's saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This sounds cap. This straight cap. But I I do love Sudan. I love the, I love the. I love, I love everything. I love, Sudan's cool and all, but Where? yeah, man. But yeah, shout out Sudan, man. Shout out the, you know, what I'm saying people being still staying resilient, you know, through everything that's going on in Sudan right now. The violence, for sure. separation, for sure. The fact that they're still together, the fact that they're standing strong, for sure. Right. Keep Sudan in your prayers, man. You know, right. they, haven't, they haven't given up yet. There's, they they still got a smile on their face. That's the crazy part, bro. There's like videos that's like surfacing on WhatsApp of like people who are 
just like going through hardship. Yeah. And will lie. They're still cracking jokes. Right. Like there was a there was like a bunch of men who like who were pushed to a part of Sudan. Like they they left their t- homes and everything. Yeah. And they're all sitting in a gathering. They were all still making music. I don't know if you saw that video. Like they were all just sitting down making music and they were yeah. all just like having a smile. They were all cracking jokes. Yeah. So it just shows like how resilient these people are, man. Yeah, man. The resilience. That's another beautiful beautiful thing about the culture like they they can go through anything and they've been going through a lot you know throughout the past 30 40 years but they're like steadfast in their faith they're steadfast and still you know i mean cracking jokes like you said their spirit is just like still positive even like um because you know in in khartoum is where a lot of the the fighting's happening right now people were, were leaving and people in the in the northern communities and states were just taking people in like and they would have like um outdoors they would have like a whole entire field full of like uh cenillas, how, how do you say yeah, it? Like, like, big like plates like uh huge like um plates full of food just for people who are coming in travelers who are coming in trying to escape so yeah. it's just beautiful, man. It's yeah. beautiful, the spirit of the people. Yeah. Shout out to the Kandakas. The, yo, the women really held it down. Like, no, no, like, I, I saw that one photo with the uh, with that with that woman like shouting. The one that went viral. Yeah, yeah. that one, bro. Like, you could just tell. Like, why well, women really held it down? Because even right. like here in VA, like a lot of the organizations that's been like helping, like do, doing donations, uh, creating like protests, are all like all led by women bro yeah like, well, I, that's something i gotta like acknowledge like all of them are led by women 100%. and they're all they're one second initiative they're one second action so we'll, like big shout out to them right shout out all the kandakas man yeah, man uh, may make things easy for them yeah. and if and listen if you guys are gonna get mad at me and say like oh i make the best sada dakwa well i don't want to hear it i said well i don't want to hear it like <laughs> you please start a beef. yo hey, just, just <laughs> send it to our p.o box we'll test them out for you foil. y'all gonna get a lot of foil wrap <laughs> dishes <laughs> <P.O. laughs> tupperware right there's a bunch to, to go boxes, <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. That'd be Do funny. not send it. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you send it, I'm gonna like, I'm not even gonna try it. I'm just gonna look at it. Like, I try it. Yo. I don't care. I try it. Yeah. Y'all, let me know when it come through. I'll come. I'll come crush it all with y'all, bro. Say less. Hey, hey, hey man, him, don't worry. Him. We're gonna we're gonna eat good one day. Inshallah. Inshallah. Inshallah we're gonna get him on it. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna culture him. Y'all, don't worry. We're gonna Yo, get him culture. Put him on. Man. And if you use Peter Pan peanut butter, ain't nobody judging y'all, bro. Keep doing your thing, bro. We trust you. We trust you. I trust your judgment. Y'all know what y'all doing, bro. Don't let him him dissuade you. Yo, so we got a a game that we want to play? Cool. Let me get the colors. These are his cards. You'll be... Second set, I'll be first set, all right? Say less. All right, so you you know like you know how brackets work, right? Yeah. You, you're set up into groups and everything, right? So we got two groups, group A, group B, group C, group D. Yeah. Right? I'm going to show you albums. Okay. And you're going to tell me which one of these albums are your favorite, right? Okay. Amongst right. the two. Amongst the two, and then we're going to go down to a tournament style. So, all right, all you right. ready? Let's do it. All so right, are we bet. just taking for any pile? Does it matter? Hmm? Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, yeah, it doesn't really matter what. Oh, we're doing two from... I, I did a two colors. Okay, no, that's a better, that's a better. Yeah, right. go for it. So, to be start off, Ford 44, mm-hmm. Jay-Z talking about financial literacy, talking about being a <laughs> yeah. family, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2014 that, Forest Hill Drive, considerably one of the greatest J. Cole albums. No <laughs> features. He no had features. no features. He spoke about life struggles. Damn. He talked about journeys. Which one? Damn, that's hard, bro. <laughs> I think I was gonna That's hard because I love both of those albums, I man. Figured, man, you know. I love both of those albums, but 
I'm gonna have to go 2014 Forest Hills Drive just because okay. of what it meant to me at the time it came out. But 444 is the, uh, one of my favorite Jay Z albums. Yeah, okay, which people like f- might fry me for, but I got into Jay late, so don't, <laughs> don't 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 you know what I'm saying? I know yeah, the Black Album, Reasonable Doubt, I feel you in my life. I wanted my to add Reasonable Doubt in the yeah. blueprint, but yeah, Fair enough. blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, shout out all those albums, but 444 one of my personal favorites. All right, next up, next up, we have arguably one of the more iconic albums of this current generation, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. Oh. And then, I know you mentioned- This is going to be easy. I know you mentioned Kanye I ain't earlier. Even, I ain't even hear the- Oh, I shit. Even, <laughs> <laughs> you said easy. I know Yo, you mentioned Kanye you earlier. Think, we got college dropout for you. You think because you're a guest, we're going to make it easy? You like, thought this was, you you thought thought this was a game? This is you think this is a like, game? Think, it is a game, but like you think this is sweet? Like- <laughs> By the way, I just realized I misspoke earlier. I didn't mean graduation. He meant, meant college, college dropout. dropout. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. College dropout was the first album I ever heard of in rap in general, ever. And To Pimple Butterfly is my favorite album ever. What happened to This Is Easy? This is hard, bro. <laughs> Damn. Who goes on to the next round? So what are, what's the what are we judging it on? What's the criteria? Just what, your personal preference. Your you can whatever criteria preference. you could you can even say because you like the album cover. It just it's whatever. It's on you, dog. Can I plead the fifth? No. Nah, nah. So like, it's a yo, tournament. You think is, you could just have a bye week or something? You, like, damn, bro. One got um, advanced. One got Why y'all make? Why y'all put the hardest shit first? <laughs> hey, these y'all are his cards. Put these at the end. These are his cards. I ain't I ain't picked hey, this. Man, listen, man, listen, listen. I man. just picked the blue stack. You know what's crazy? Aubrey told me to make these. Like, I can't stand like, you. He was talking. Kanye and Kanye actually called me up. He said, "Yo, man, listen, I know I'm, I'm I know I'm on hiatus. I'm on MIA right now, but at college drop, I was like, yo, say Leslie.' <laughs> I saw this conversation in real life too. That was actually insane. For real, yeah. yeah. Why are you capping for me? For real, why are you enabling him? <laughs> you should be the truth. Bro. I'm the liar. Bro. You got a choice to make. Don't think you forgot, bro. Damn, man. Oh, I, I, I did not to, say I lied. I was trying to distract from this shit. <laughs> <laughs> To Pimp a Butterfly. Ooh! Kanye stands. Get Yo. at him. Damn. Get Yo. at him. Rip but him like up in the with, comments right now. With reservations, you know what I'm saying? With comments, with uh. remarks, because that's To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite album I've ever heard, or like my favorite personal favorite album, and College Dropout is the first album I ever heard. So it's like both of them are like in my top five. Mm. Understood. Understood. Right. Damn. That's fair. Yeah, that's no. fair. Yay stands, yo, get at him. Get at him. Do nah. not let him do not let nah, him breathe. Exactly wild. Don't uh, let him breathe. These two considerably one of the, one of the best mixtapes of all time. And this is considerably one of the greatest first like first hip hop out like not hip hop album, but like like what's it what's it called when someone first drops it? Like, debut. like yeah, first debut album. Yeah, you ready? Uh-huh. No ceilings. Okay. No ceilings, mother. Dang, y'all no, mother. Really put Illmatic. Damn, bro. <laughs> Yo. Dude, this um, is a game. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a game. It was a game. But he thought, you think it's sweet you out here, bro? You think it's sweet? Um, I'm not a candy man. I'm going to go Elmatic, man. Elmatic. So no Ceilings is legendary, Ooh. too, man. Yeah, Wayne okay. is, is super legendary, but I'm going to have to Ill-Matic. go. Elmatic. All right, all right, all right, all right. So next up, next up, we have two very good selling albums, by the way. One of recent times, and one a little bit farther back. We got Take Care by Drake. Okay. Take Care. And we got uh, Mr. Travis Scott with Astro World. Astro. Astro World is a great album, but I'm going to have to go Take Care. 
He didn't hesitate. He didn't take that long on that. He wasn't like, damn. Not even taking nothing away, but take care is just, you know what I mean? Me personally, I'd like to say that nothing was the same as his best album, but hey, I'm going to just say that. I remember a few years ago, J. Cole dropped a song and said, I let let Nas down. And then Nas came out with a song saying, I forgot what the title was, but it's like, yo, you didn't let Nas down. It was dedicated to J. Cole. Made Nas proud, I think it's something. Make Nas proud, yeah. So now we got 2014 Forest Hill Drive versus Illmatic. Illmatic. Semi-finals. Yo, y'all. This, yeah. is, this is like, this is where the pressure gets kicks in. My OG's going to be mad at me, but 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Wow. That's a good project, bro. My Keep bad proof. I can hear the old heads like, ugh. Yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah, I, can, I, I can hear yeah. proof right now. These young kids don't know nothing about no yeah. real hip hop. <laughs> like, all right, next up, we got Take Care and the Pippa Butterfly. I feel like this will be a lot more easier. For you. Pippa Butterfly. There we go. Okay. After college dropout, anything is, is going to be easier after that. Now I expected this to be the final. Yeah, yeah honestly, <laughs> I expected this too. Like, yo. Damn, look how that worked out. To Pimp a Butterfly or 2014 Consider for us. Two of drive. the greatest rappers of our generation. They dropped these within like a same they like same, same time period too. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So uh Pimp Butterfly came out in 2015. Yep. Like that. 2014. 20, back 2014? Both of them came out 2014? I think that came out 2014. This one came out 20. No, that came out 2013, 2014 ish. This one came out 2014. I don't know, but I know they're like around the same. They might have came out the same. It came out like December, like what, November, December of 2014, I'm pretty sure. That one came out probably the year before. I don't remember. I don't know. Regardless. Very, very notable and like. Both legendary albums. Obama's favorite album. Like, Like era, like defining. Yeah, man. Two leaders in the lyrical rap scene as well. So it's like, hey. What does what come out like Black Friday or something like that? Whatever. Happened yeah, they're supposed to drop nah. a collab album, but they just trolled. Yo, Jermaine, I'm gonna give you a call later tonight, bro. Jermaine. <laughs> yo, K Dot. Holla at me later, bro. I'll, I'll call stupid. you. This. I remember I met someone that said they were a big Kendrick fan. I'm like, oh, well, what was his first rap name? And they didn't know it. I was like, right. Butterfly. Ooh. Yeah, man. I put some thought into it, man, but. <laughs> nah, he said you F you Cole. Nah, J. Cole, he said F you and all your accomplishments. He said Kendrick's better. Nah, no. nah, nah. Jermaine said, but Do you even want to be happy? They like right there for me. That's the crazy thing. Like Cole and Kendrick, in terms of like inspiration, yeah. they right there for me. Nah, for so sure. I used to be like, yo, every time Cole drop an album, it's my it's my he my favorite artist now. Or favorite rapper. Every time Kendrick got an album, now he's my favorite rapper. That was all like throughout high school. They would go back and forth. Sounds like he's a bandwagon, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Bob I'm getting from Mr. Eclectic, right? (laughs) Y'all niggas trying to drag me on this motherfucker. I ain't signed up for this. No, thank you for your participation in the game. Nah, that was hard, bro. Uh, Tying things back into the music, right? Yeah. We know you have an EP dropping soon. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yes, sir, man. So you had two dropping soon. Um, word, word, word. It's the it's the sequel to um, or the follow up, I guess, after the first EP I ever dropped, which was called Jihad. Um, and yeah, man, we've been working on this joint for a while now. I think like um, we enter in like two years, um, and it's a very very diverse mix of how far I've come in my musical journey thus far since then. Um, and it, I remember, you know, going through the whole creative process of creating the first jihad um and that was just like an amazing experience of like trying to find my sound 
trying to um, put together a, a, a group of records that I felt like exemplified like where my sonics were at that time. Right. And I was just starting, you know, so it was like monumental for me. So this time it's like, all right, now with Jihad 2, it's it feels like I'm in that same part of of the same space of where I was before in this part of my journey, you know, three years later, how many years, four years later. Right. Um, and like a lot more mature, a lot more wiser, a lot more experiences to draw from. And musically a lot, I would say, more developed as an artist. So, um, yeah, Jihad 2 on the way. Um, and that's that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't think I even mentioned this, but Jihad is my first name, you know. There so, we go. you know, very, I like, kind of like my identity project. And um, actually I shouldn't even say that because I don't want nothing to define me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a it's a it's a project that I feel like defines where I am right now creatively as an artist. Yeah. Understood. What do you say is your vision for your career now? Yeah. Where do you see where do you see yourself? That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question, man. I always struggle with that question because I, I try my best to be present. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. just where I am now and um I'm a big planner, but like at the same time, I, like, shudder at the idea of definites, like, being like, oh, I'm going to be here at this certain time, or I'm, a, I'm not usually in that way. I'm setting goals, yeah. actionable steps that I take along the way, but I'm never really like, all right, in two years, I have to be here, because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes you, know, you got to be open-minded, you got to be flexible, because when you do that, you kind of, like, you know, might set yourself up for disappointment when yeah. things don't go exactly the way that you thought they were. That's very true. Know? So, um, but I think just continuing to build, build on the music, build on the catalog. Um, I'm a notorious like hoarder of music. Like my, my, my niggas are like, bro, you need to release this music. I feel like I'm in, <laughs> I feel it. So time back to like being in the same space yeah. at that time, it was like all the homies were like, yo, you need to release, you need to release, you need to get started. And now it's like, bro, you've been creating music all this time. Let the, you know, share it with, with people, let the, the fans have it. Yeah. So um, I'm in a space where I got so like that perfection got out of that perfectionist cycle mm-hmm. of like I can make better I can make better I can make better and just like continuing to experiment to like now I'm just going ready to let the floodgates open and release as much music as possible so yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it right now um, and yeah just continuing to see myself grow and you know reach heights that. So you've definitely been like motivated, consistent, and determined for all this. Like, yeah, bro, yeah. This is this is no. We're not playing games here. You know, this is this is this is real, real deal. Like we we working towards something. Yeah. Uh, So like, with all this being said, man, like, so something we like to do is we always like to give out a personal message, right, to our audience. Mm -hmm. Um, typically at the end, like we'd always like just tell people like. So like like if you're if you're ever in a room of like if you're ever feel as though like the world is dark or you're in a scary place always try to like seek that light like that one ounce of light and go there and try to like improve yourself like try to smile more try to like uplift yourself like just work like work on your mental health just yeah. like something motivational so our question to you is like if you were younger like well, I'm not sure not if you were younger but like if you could talk to your younger self what would you say to them like how, like to something motivational something to just the younger generation what would you say to them and look at I, look at directly at the camera, man. Like, um, I feel like if, if I could talk to my younger self or to anybody for real, for real, it would be to follow whatever path that you that you whatever vision that you have set out for yourself, um, whether that's um, following a, a creative pursuit or whether that's 
starting your own business or whether that's getting your master's and PhD or whatever it is, follow that, you know, and start with the step in front of you. Because a lot of times we, f we feel like it's daunting when we think of all oh, this, like trying to accomplish a great feat and thinking about, oh, like I have to do this and this and this and this and this to get there. And then we start comparing ourselves to other people who have done it. Yeah. And we're like, ah, oh, damn, like, how? you know, maybe the, the cars were in their favor, but they, but for real, for real, they just took that first step. And once they, once they, you know, completed that step, they took, they took the next step and then they took the next step. So I've had to do a lot of work myself in thinking about my journey and like not making it so daunting for myself and being like, all right, take the first step, take the next one, take the next one. And then that's how you get somewhere. So along the journey, that's, that's something that I've, I've learned. Um, and either way you're going to get there, it's just much less stressful when you think of it that way, you know? Um, That's true. Yeah. And what else, man? I think, uh, yeah, I guess we leave off on that message. No, I love that. I love that. Run your own race. Moral of the story. I feel exactly, like. man. Focus on yourself. Yeah. Everybody has their own pace. They'll get it faster than you. They'll get it before you, after you. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you have to be focused on where you want to be, not where they're going. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And that present is like last... Um, Two days ago, three days ago, yeah, um, I was at Howard, and uh, I performed in front of like the, the the new class. I guess it was like their first week mm. yeah. of classes, um, and something that just kept like popping in my mind that I really wanted to relate to them was like, "Yo, y'all are in a in a space where you're like very wide eyed in a way, and like you may not know where you're heading to or where you're trying to head to." But you know, or you might not know exactly how that's gonna shape out. But you oh. know, like, kind of like, you know, what I mean, you want to be successful. You want to get somewhere. So just literally taking that first step and not being so hard on yourself. Like thinking, oh, this person is here, or that that person is there. Even when it gets to thinking about people who you're, you might be inspired by, which is good. It's good to to grab that inspiration. But them too, they they're also aspiring for more. They've also aspired to be to where they are right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're always going to be aspiring for something else. And it's just about continuing to follow your own journey and run your own race, like you said, Bilal. Cool, cool, cool. With that being said, I'm really hungry now. Well, Y'all mentioned peanut butter. Where we going to go? What's the spot you gate kept? Oh yeah, he's trying to gate, he's trying to gatekeep Yo. freaking restaurants from us, bro. I, I'm not. I'm only. I'm only. The only reason I'm going to tell you guys this because. There's a restaurant in Alexandria that I went to <laughs> off of a whim. I wanted Wendy's, but instead I found this restaurant. It's called... Um, Shout them out, man. Bro, I forgot the name. It you was, know, you gatekeeping restaurant. The club, ladies the and gentlemen. Club. It's the, it club. the club. It's in Alexandria. Shout out to the, the club. Dude, they got Peter food as well. Fire. Bro, the dude who Peter owns it, like, he's, like, actually helps out the community. Like, he was allowing, like, people who are in need to come in and get refreshments just for free. So that dude is actually, like, that's the only reason I don't want to gatekeep it. I'm happy I told you because I would have forgotten the name. I would look that bad. So You bothered yeah. me, bro. So, no, shout out to Peter for really, like, hooking it up. He, ha he has a, a bulgogi sandwich. Fire, fire, fire that's sandwich. Like, crazy. Bro, and he go. gave me a free chicken wing. Because <laughs> I wanted to try a chicken wing. And he said, like, yeah, I got you for free. I was like, all right, say yeah. less, sir. I'll that brought me over. So, yeah. We good? Yeah, we yeah, good. Yeah. Um, real quick, though, because I also, I'm going to watch a movie later tonight. So, real quick, what's your favorite movie? Damn. This is going to make or break our friendship right here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just just like that. The I just, thing is, I'm going to be mad political, but it's true. I, I don't really have a, a favorite movie. Yo, and the... And, 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 I don't. Yeah, nah, <laughs> I don't. Well, and yeah, I was going to say, anything, yo, check out nah, all this stuff, but now nah, he just... 
Yeah. Even lost yeah. it. Nah. I have a favorite actor. Right. Denzel's my favorite actor. So okay. All right, now Denzel he just redeemed himself. Movie. It's okay now. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I keep my black card. <laughs> <laughs> Young Denzel or old Denzel? Damn. Um, because those are two completely different Yeah, people. they are two, two completely different true. actors, man. His son is crazy. Like, he's a good actor. His son is a good actor. His son good is actor. a really good actor, yeah. yeah. He, was in, he was in a lot of movies. He was yeah. in the game. And he's in that show, he's Ballers. In, uh, Ballers, yeah. yeah. What's the uh, movie that came out? Um, Tenet. Not Tenet. The um, one with uh, where he Zendaya? had the fro, oh, black Dynamite. black uh, black Klansman, uh, black Klansman. Oh, that was yeah. him. Shout out to oh, a that's a good movie. Joint. That's, a good movie. <laughs> that's a Spike Lee joint. Yo, shout out to yeah, Spike Lee. Yeah, I just watched Ameri- I just watched American Gangster recently. Oh, that's a good one. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you got to Denzel movies. You got to go rewatch. That's a fact. So like you could go rewatch them multiple times and it still be even even better the second time, third time around. Yeah. So with that being said, I know what I'm gonna watch tonight. I'm gonna watch a Denzel movie and I'm gonna mm-hmm. go eat at the club, man. So we out. Thank you, thank you so thank much for thank shout God, out man. to G Sele. Hey, check out Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream's out right now. Hell that yeah. song's fire. Check yeah. out a on the way. Jihad two coming out on the way. Jihad two. Be on the lookout. Two. Let's go get some food, dog. Let's go get some food, man. Oh, I appreciate y'all. Yeah. I'm too <laughs> Hey, that was mad zesty. You got to reach out. <laughs> Leave me alone, bro. Leave me alone, bro. <laughs> that was mad zesty.